Right. Good afternoon, everyone. Well, it feels weird to say that, Marcel. Good afternoon. We haven't said that in a while. Uh, today is Monday, July 25th. I'm your host, as always, uh, Adam Martin. I'm joined by my co-host here, Big Marcel, for today's MBOB Daily Podcast. Uh, Marcel, happy birthday, man. It was your birthday yesterday, buddy. So how was your, your big day? You're 33 now, right? You joined me in the 33 Club? Yeah, man. I always say I'm 27. You know, we were counting back since 30th. So, but uh, yeah, I'm 33. Uh, thank you, man. Yeah. It was a fun day, you know, kind of busy before with uh, UFC London, but uh, at night still. But uh, yeah, after that, uh, family was over, which is good. Uh, thanks, guys, in the chat for saying happy birthday. I really appreciate it. And thank yeah, you. Yeah, we had Joe and, and uh, Glenn in the chat. I'm sure we'll have other people in here. They obviously switched up the time this week, did a switch up on you guys, but uh, wanted to still do the show, obviously, with you, Marcel, because I like talking the fights with you, man. So glad that we were able to do it. I know it's a little bit late for you right now, Marcel, so glad you're uh, you're up and uh, going to do the show. So we'll do this podcast. We'll talk about UFC London, Dalter 283. Might not go the full hour for the recap. We'll, we'll see how it goes. And then, obviously, we're going to preview UFC 277 on the next podcast, which I'm really looking forward to, Marcel. So I think we should just get into it. We've also got eight local in the chat. What's going on, man? He says happy birthday to you as well. So let's just get into it, Marcel. I mean, might, might as well just start. Um, obviously, we had a lot to talk about from this card, UFC London. You know, Marcel, for me, like, you, you know, you guys know I take the picks thing pretty seriously. Like, I'm always trying to do well. I had a horrible week last week, obviously, with the Long Island card, man. So it was nice to actually have a good week, Marcel. 11-3, and three, I'll take that all day, man. Called a couple underdogs. I know you did as well. Definitely a solid week for myself, so I, I was happy with it. Um, only a few fights didn't really go the way I thought. Most of them really went the way I thought, so it's nice to see that uh, happen after a bad week last week. Nice to bounce back, Marcel. See, it's like you're a fighter sometimes, Marcel, when you're doing this stuff. Like, you're never as bad as your worst weeks, but you're never as good as your your, your big weeks either. So it's nice to bounce back in the wind column. We got a lot to talk about here, Marcel. We got Gorilla Gambles in the chat. He says happy birthday as well. Glad you're here, buddy, as well. We are doing the live show today. We'll just go through the podcast. Uh, sorry, Marcel, Marcel. We'll go through all the fights in this podcast. And like I said, 277 next. So let's start off with the main event. And it really wasn't much of a fight here. So the second week in a row, Marcel, uh, we had an injury in the main event, which is just very unfortunate, obviously. This time it was Tom Aspinall getting uh, stopped here with a knee injury. 15 seconds into the fight. I mean, there's really not much to say about this fight because we didn't really see it play out at all. Yeah, I, I mean, Curtis did look good for the first couple minutes with his hands, but I, I really am not taking away anything from this fight. I think you could even take away less from this fight than the fight last week with Rodriguez and Ortega Marcel. At least with that fight, we saw it play out for like almost five minutes. We saw the improved takedown defense from Yair. We saw the striking. This fight, there was a couple punches landed, Marcel. It really wasn't much of a fight. I'm checking the stats right now. Blaze landed four strikes and Aston landed three. So there's actually seven strikes landed in 15 seconds, which is kind of impressive. I think someone would have been knocked out, to be honest with you, Marcel, like in the first round probably after watching it play back. Um, obviously, we both picked Blades. I bet on Blades at plus money. I'm, I'm glad I got uh, the bet right. But again, it just didn't play out. So it's not like I can go around and brag about this one at all. Just like last week with Yair. It's nice to have it in the win call, Marcel, but it's not – it's kind of like lucky because it could have went the other way. Blades could have been the one blowing his knee out. And you would have been like, fuck, you know what I mean, Marcel? That's part of the sport. So what are your thoughts, man? Because I really have not much to say about this fight. Just there's nothing that happened, really. Only thing I can say is that I hope that Aspinall's injury uh, won't be as worse as I expect it to be. Right. Uh, dude was literally crying in the cage. So if you have that kind of emotion, I mean, I feel like it's probably not, not a real good injury. You know, it didn't look good at all, you know. Uh, yeah, sucked, you know. I mean, uh, definitely for Aspinall in front of his uh, own country. Uh, big fight, fight with 
propels her into the top five of the division. Mm-hmm. And for actually for Blaze, it sucks as well, you know, mm-hmm. because you have a full training camp, you come from yep. Denver to London, and yep. you pretty much fight 15 seconds and it's over, you know. And you, you win, you get your show money, you got your win bonus, but I mean it's not what you expect, you know. You, you what what do we know after this fight? Pretty much nothing. You know, the fighter the, the winner the winner can still fight Gan against Tuivasa, the winner of that one. But it's like it's like a chapter that isn't close, and that's the same thing we had with Ortega Rodriguez last week. And this was even worse. We only saw 15 seconds. So yeah. Yeah, no, I agree completely. Um just stop them. You can't really take much away from this fight, guys. Like again, you know, bet on blades, you got your plus money bet in. I'm t- I see Marcus in the chat right now. Um, what's up, Marcus? He just said it didn't end how he thought, but he thought that Blades had the value. I mean, I still think he would have. He did look good for the 15 seconds, but again, there's just not much to say about it. It's not really one you can go brag about, Marcel. You know what I mean? It's just it's a luck. It was an unlucky thing that happened at the uh, hospital. He's going to be out for a while. I mean, this looks like a serious injury, to be honest with you. Like it looks like one of those injuries that's going to keep out for like a year. I mean, this no. could be a potentially career-changing injury for this guy, Marcel. Like your knees are like where your power comes from, your lower body. So. It's really bad. It's really unfortunate. Um, I like the uh, camaraderie between the two guys after. They had a beer afterwards, Marcel. They mm-hmm. shared a pint, which is awesome. Kind of reminded me of Paul Craig and um, uh, Jamal, Jamal Hill. Hill. Yeah, last year. Remember they that injury? Although that was different. Uh, that was inflicted but, uh, by the fighter. <laughs> you mean Paul Craig, right? Paul Craig. We'll talk about him in a bit, too. <laughs> yeah, but again, there's not much to say. I just feel bad for Blades and for Osmo, but for Blades, too, because like you said, you did a whole camp. Wasn't his fault. It's not like it's anyone's fault, but he didn't get injured. At least he got his win money, though, Marcel. I'll say that. That's the, that's why. Okay, I'm going to say this. Let me answer this question. Dave, hey, Dave, what's up? He wants that no white saw, no contest. Yeah. It's always like this. It's just it's a you're not able to continue in the fight. It's an it's a TKO. It's, it's only a no contest when when there's an illegal move or whatever you know or or or, or a fall, and it can be no contest. But yeah, this is a pretty much a TKO due to in, injury. So yeah. Yeah, no contest is more like if there's like an accidental foul that mm-hmm. has a fight, they could call it. Well, in Bellator's case, I'm not sure if that was accidental. We'll talk about that fighter at the end of the show. But yeah, it's just always a TKO. You know, a lot of people are pissed. Like, oh, I want my money back. Sorry, but that's not how it works. Unfortunately, it's a TKO loss. Um, so if you bet on Blades by knockout, you actually did really well yeah. for a bet, even though he really didn't knock him out. But again, it's it's an it's a uh, it's a TKO due to injury, knee injury, I believe, in this case. Um, I hope he, I hope he gets better soon, but I think guys, he's going to be over for like a year, probably, you know, just based on the injury, Marcel, um, which sucks. See some other comments here. Did you guys, a Logan is asking, did you guys notice asphalt limping before entering the cage? I didn't notice it at all, to be mm-hmm. honest with you, but maybe mm-hmm. he did have something pre-existing. I'm not sure. Cause it's kind of crazy. Just, it uh, happened so fast. Like if this happened a few rounds into the fight, Marcel, you could have been like, okay, this happened during the fight. Like he got damaged, but maybe it was something that happened in the training camp. Who knows? When saying about Aspinall until um, having knee issues, Marcel, something's going on there. Sorry, I, I can't really hear. Something's going on. Okay, there it is. Stop now. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing there, Marcel. I hear something crazy in the background. Um, it's like a fan or something blowing. I don't know. Yeah, what it is. do you still hear me? I can hear. You, yeah, that, that okay. was just kind of a lot. I don't know if you guys heard it, but I, I couldn't hear anything for a sec. Um, a local saying Blaze versus Ty Gone winner or Pavlovich with the KO winner over Lewis. Maybe, but the thing is, I don't think he'll fight Pavlovich. He already said he wants to fight up in the rankings. He's talked about this. He wants to fight the winner of Gone and Ty. He even said, I'm not taking a short notice fight next month if someone drops out. I'm not doing it. He says he has plans for the rest of the summer. I mean, I don't really blame the guy. I mean, he should only be fighting guys ranked really high in the division. He's number four, I think, 
right? He's obviously one of the better heavyweights, so he shouldn't be forced to fight down. He should fight the winner gone in time, then maybe mm. next year they'll get a title shot or something like that. I don't know. That's the only fight that makes sense, honestly. Unless, um, you know, Stipe Jones, that thing doesn't work out, and then he fights the other guy who doesn't get the fight. Like, he could, they could fight Stipe. I mean, they could do that fight. But I don't know where Stipe is. He probably wants to fight Jones. Um, sports gambler saying, making money betting UFC Weekly is tough. I always tell your strong opinions, Adam Marcel. Hey, I appreciate that, man. We had a good week. I mean, we both had a good week. Yeah, I know, Glenn. I'm not showing the comments right now. My mouse is uh, dying, so I, I can't click on it for some reason. Just give me a second here. Let's see if it works. There we go. Now it's working. Hey, Jason. It's only no contact with Connor. I mean, that was a TKO, too, against Dustin Poirier. So, Dr. Stoppage. He was, uh, yeah, that's the thing. I think the reason it was called the doctor's office because it was between rounds. I think that's the reason why they called mm -hmm. it that, not uh, due to the injury. That, that, that's my guess for that because I know a lot of people were talking about that as well. All right, let's get to the next fight here, Marcel. Jack Hermits and Chris Curtis. I was totally wrong about this fight. This is like the most wrong I was of any fight in the card, honestly, because I really thought Chris Curtis would win this fight. Like, I felt good about him here. Just didn't get the job done. I thought Jack Hermits looked ph phenomenal, Marcel. I've got to be honest with you. I thought he looked great. I think it's a damn shame that Chris Curtis acted like a little baby after the fight, guys. I, I think that's really, really low of him to do that, to be honest with you. I really like Chris Curtis. I really like him, but I, I saw, I've seen what people are saying. A lot of people lost respect for him. For he, acting like a sore loser, Marcel. He acted like a he sore apologized. loser. He apologized. He apologized, but like, but still, like that's what people remember. They remember Jack saying, "Oh, I'm sorry about having a bad fight." He had nothing to apologize for. He fought great. He fought mm -hmm. smart. The first two rounds, he looked phenomenal. Third round, yeah, he was running backwards a little bit, but he already had two rounds in the bag at that point. Like, why even take the risk of getting knocked? I don't blame him at all. I thought he looked. I thought Marcel was one of the best performances. He landed a hundred significant strikes, the most strikes of anyone landed on the card. And people are saying this was a bad fight by him. Come on. He looked good, man. Again, I was totally wrong about this. I was blown away by Jack's performance. The side-to-side -side movement, the the kicks. He looked great, Marcel. I'm just disappointed with Chris Curtis, guys, honestly. I, I just think, like, I also saw his fight with Bilal Muhammad. Have you seen that fight, Marcel, where he did the same thing? He did the same thing. I can't remember. So he fought Bilal Muhammad about 10 years ago in the regional yeah. circuit. Someone said about this on Twitter. I went and looked it up. Same exact thing. Bilal basically wrestled him for three rounds, and at the end of the three rounds, he started yelling at him and sticking his middle fingers up at Bilal in the middle of the cage. Go look it up yourself, guys. You'll see it. Again, I like Chris Curtis. He's a great fighter, but like this is not the way to act when you're losing fights. You just take it like a man. I know they've they've shown pictures of the two afterwards. They've mended fences, but again, most people, that's the memory of them is the last 30 seconds of the fight. And again, dude, if you have that much energy to be like yelling after the fight, where was it during the fight? As someone who bet on Chris Curtis, I was disappointed by his performance and by his post-fight antics. I thought Hermes looked great. Just give me your thoughts on the fight, man. Yeah, about the post-fight antics. I mean, he apologized for it. It's crossed it out, so I don't have any problems with it anymore. I mean, uh, Jack said it was cool. So, uh, listen, man, Curtis was acting weird, you know. Jack said it was cool, so it's cool to me. I mean, whatever, you know. But yeah, the, the performance wasn't good, you know, from Curtis. I expected more. I think uh, Hermanson uh, did great in the stand-up. You know, uh, went for, tried for one takedown, I think, in the third round, but didn't happen. But he didn't need it, pretty much. Um, yeah, I think it was a good performance by Hermanson. And he said, like, I needed this win. And he needed that win for sure, you know. It kind of felt like a little bit like Hermanson against Strickland, but then the other way around. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, yeah, good win for Hermanson, man. And I think um, I, I'd like to see what's next for him. If he can, if he can keep doing this, he, he will be good. You know what I mean? But Hermanson is also pretty inconsistent all the time. So I don't know. That's the thing. But, He's uh, win loss, win loss for his like last yeah. six, seven fights or something like that. Um he obviously he, they asked him who he wants to fight. He just said anyone in the rankings. 
He just wants to fight ranked opponent because obviously Chris Curtis was not ranked. You know, if Till, if Till could get healthy, I would do that fight because they've sure. trained together twice now, I think. That would be a good fight still. I know he's lower in the rankings, but I think Drake's Duplessis would be a really good fight, to be honest with you, Marcel. It would be a fun fight. I don't see it happening because I think he's really low in the rankings, but he's just going to have to take whoever's available right now. I'm not really sure. Like, Andre Menuz is another guy. He's a very good fighter. But again, will he fight that guy, dangerous guy, who's a little bit ranked lower? I'm not sure. Um, yeah, I don't know, Marcel. It's I'm not sure. Like, who would you match him up with, Jack Hermanson? Somebody around him, under, just under him or above him. I mean, he pretty much did the UFC a, fa a favor here, you know, by pay, yeah. by taking the Curtis fight. He shouldn't have done. He, he he doesn't have to do that. You know what I mean? Um, and he took the risk. He fought the unranked guy pretty much, you know, yeah. and he could have lost his ranking if he if he lost. Um, so yeah, I mean, uh, give, give him a good fight. Uh, I, I don't mind. I mean, he, I think he deserved it. For Curtis, I mean, this is a bad loss for him because he had an eight fight win streak snapped. And he didn't look good, Marcel. That's the problem. Like, if he looked good and lost, it's one thing. But he just didn't do much in this fight. You I, know? Suck at, I suck at pick, picking Chris Curtis fights, by the way, Marcel. I'm 0-4 for his fights in the UFC now. That's really bad, eh? Like, I just can't get this guy right. I don't know. Like, I don't get it, guys. Like, I'm 1-3. I'm 1-3. <laughs> there you go. You got one right with the last one, right? The Rodolfo yeah. one? Yeah. yeah. I suck at picking his fights. I Actually, after that fight, I was like, man. Oh, by the way, he stopped another six takedowns. He's 32 for 32 stopping takedowns in the UFC now, Marcel. Like, he's got the best takedown defense. He just didn't let his hands go. Why did he not let his hands go in this fight? It was really weird. Weird performance, man. I, I don't really get it. You know, again, he's he's a good fighter, but I just think this is a bad fight for him. And this was his opportunity, Marcel, honestly, to break into the rankings to really make a name for himself, and he, and he kind mm -hmm. of failed. So it's just, it's it's tough. And I really like the guy, but not good. Um, let's see here. Uh, hey, Marcus, what's up? You asked the same question. Emmy Locker Room, what's going on, man? Glad to have you here, buddy. Hype, what's up, man? Glenn's saying about the Swedish card for Jack Hermanson, 100%. He's got to be on that card. Um, Marcel, I'm still hearing some, like, feedback uh, for some reason in the background. Hello? Hello? Yeah, I can hear you, but there's, like, a fan or something blowing. I don't know if you yeah, guys can I, hear that. Yeah, I know, but I'm really not going to put that out, dude. Uh, it's way too hot in here. All right, just try not to put it against the mic then, man, if you don't mind, because... I, mean, I haven't seen it in, against the mic. It's not against okay. the mic. Okay. It's just, it's a little distracting. I'm not going to lie. Um, all right. Let's go to the next fight here, Marcel. We'll talk about Patty Pimblett getting the job done as Jordan Levitt. Second round submission. I thought he won the first round. Uh, it was close, but I thought he did more damage. The judges agreed. Second round, Ooh, obviously. Patty or, Patty, or yeah, Patty. Patty, I thought. Okay. Yeah. And then the second round, he gets the job done with the submission. Gets the bonus as well, Marcel. Um, what do you think of his performance? I thought, like, he looked pretty good. I mean, he stopped most of the takedowns. He kept it kind of against the fence and then was able to get the sub. So, I mean, like, really, like, it wasn't a flawless performance by any means, but it was a good good showing again. I think he got another finish, right? Three three in a row. What's your thoughts? That was a good finish, but I don't really rank Jordan Lovett that high, you know what I mean? So, yeah, it's, it's it, like I said, Taylor made matchup for him and Molly last yeah. week. I said it, you know, and, and yeah. came through. Um, yep. Yeah, I mean, he, he got the finish. Uh, good finish, don't get me wrong, but um, it was actually, yeah, somebody asked me earlier, like, do you think, like, um, they, they, listen, man, people love the hype, you know, and they're like, can they be champions? I was like, I think this, they should keep this for around for the London events and this kind of stuff, you know what I mean? Because they're really high there, really hyped there. So uh, I mm -hmm. think they should keep it around there. But yep. uh, yeah, that's pretty much how I see it. People will probably disagree, but yeah. So let's talk about what could be next for Patty right now. Okay, so here's the thing, okay? So he's still new to the UFC, but guys, here's the thing. 
he's been a pro for 10 years. He's been fighting since 2012 as a pro, Marcel. Okay? That's a 10-year 10 10-year career. He has 22 fights, guys. He's not a rookie anymore. That's the thing. Like, I understand people are like, oh, just let the UFC build him up slowly. But, like, he's got 22 fights. Like, Sean O'Malley, on the other hand, only has, like, 10 fights, right? This is completely different. This guy has 22 fights. I looked it up, by the way. I looked it up. Connor fought for the belt, I think, in his 20, 20th fight or something, 21st fight, something like that. Just saying, like, everyone's comparing him always to Connor, and, and you know, well, Connor fought for the belt, like, pretty soon into his career. I'm just saying, I'm, I'm not, I don't want Patty to fight for the belt anytime soon, but, like, I put it out there, like, why not match him with, like, Dan Hooker, who's, like, a beatable guy in the top 15? If you were, like, acting like I'm throwing him to a uh, championship fight here, like, I think that's that's the fight he could win, Marcel. I, I don't think Dan Hooker's as good as he used to be. I'm not saying he would win the fight. I think it'd be a competitive fight. That's why I like the fight. But if not, you know, someone like Jim Miller, Clay Guida, like a veteran like that would be a good fight in my opinion. You know, he's, he needs to step up now, Marcel. You have, like, in the first couple of fights, the UFC, I think, was paying him, was were they paying him 10 and 12 and 12? They were, right? Remember, they yeah. was that whole, right? He's making a lot more money now, Marcel, mm-hmm. okay? So they're not going to keep feeding him cans, quote unquote. They're going to give him a step up in competition. I'm not saying Levitt's can, but you know what I mean? Like the the first guy, uh, the last guy fought Vargas, for instance, not a good fighter. I think he'll get a step up. Okay, maybe Hooker's too much, maybe, but I think he's going to get someone just in that like top thirty range, Marcel. So, do you have a suggestion? Do you like like a Jim Miller, like a Guida? Any thoughts on that? They're going to give him probably a guy like Bobby Green, uh, That's Michael a Johnson. Fight, though. That's a hard, those are hard fights too, right? Like, I know. Don't fight. get me wrong. Yeah, I know. I agree with you. I agree. Like, I don't think those are like necessarily easier fights than a Dan Hooker. I feel like they're on the same level. You know what I mean, Marcel? I just suggest Hooker because I think if you look to the top 15, that's the guy you can beat right now in the top 15. Or Connor, but Connor's hurt. Connor probably knocks him out, honestly. I'm just saying, like, there's not a lot of guys in that ranking right now that he would beat, in my opinion. But there are cer- certain guys if he plays strategically. Um, but again, you know, if they give him someone unranked, I would understand it too. He's still obviously new to the UFC. But again, guys, he's been a pro since 2012. He has 22 fights. He's not a rookie, okay? So <laughs> I think people need to realize that he's not new to the sport. Jalen Turner's been a pro since, like, what, 2016, 2017 or so? He's in the yeah. rankings. He's fighting killers every fight. Yeah. I don't think it's a crazy to say that, you know, this guy could fight someone decent next. Because, um, again, this was a Taylor made fight for him, guys, and he got the job done. And Hypersoma, yeah, Puelis didn't submit Jordan Levitt. That's what I'm saying. Like, this is actually impressive for me that they submitted Levitt and Marcel, you know? Like, beating Levitt, I don't – yeah, he could beat him, but submitting him is impressive, in my opinion. By the way, Andrew asked about Curtis. Is he a flash of the pan or a productive career in middleweight? Top 10. Maybe just borderline top 15, but I think that showed that fight with Herman showed he's he's not as good as those guys. And also, he's a little small for the division. He even said, like, during the rounds, he was like, I can't reach Jack. I can't reach him, right? Because he lacks in reach. He's not a true middleweight, Marcel Chris Curtis. He's more of a welterweight. So, for Matt Favol is a good fight, but Matt's not ranked, you know? Or is that in clo- Sorry, he's not even close to being ranked. Matt's, like, what, top 50 in the UFC, maybe? He's a decent fighter. I wouldn't mind that fight. I know they wanted to do it. I agree with Bobby Green. I think that's a hard fight, you know? I'm just saying, like, if you're willing to give him Bobby Green, like, why not just do Hooker or something like that? So, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Uh, let's go to the next fight here. Nikita Krylov knocks out Alexander Gustafson. Uh, I mean, probably retired Gustafson. Marcel, just an incredible performance by Krylov. I don't know if you saw my tweet earlier in the week, Marcel. I said that Krylov has seven finishes in the UFC. He's never got a bonus. Finally gets a bonus. Finally, they gave this guy a bonus. He's been robbed so many times of bonuses. Finally gets one and probably retires Gustafson in the process. I can't see Gus fight, fighting after this, honestly, Marcel. Four straight stoppage losses. I know it's two really good competition, but just 
his chin is completely gone, guys. Like, it's just not there anymore. He got blasted twice in the first minute, just completely blitzed. Great game plan by Krylov, not to let him get comfortable in there, just blitz him and finish him. Krylov is one of the most underrated guys in the division. He's very good. And unfortunately, Gustafsson, I think, is at the end of his career, Marcel. So what do you think, man? I think that's it for him. I mean, give him one more fight in Stockholm in November against a can and let him uh, let him uh, retire. You know, I think that's the best way. I mean, you don't want to retire like this. Gustafsson has, has done great, I think. Um, yeah. Yeah, this time not, obviously. For some years, like 2017, his last win. Um, yeah, that's how I think about it. You know, I think Krilov did really good. Um, tagged him pretty much with the first punch. And uh, after that, uh, uh, tagged him again and he finished him. So, um, yeah, for Gustafsson. I, I want to know your opinion on this, by the way, man. They uh, announced him as UFC Hall of Famer. You yeah. Know? but I have an issue with that, to be honest yeah, with you. I have an issue with calling guys like Gus. And Frank Trigg, another guy we all respect. Luchoy is also now a Hall of Luchoy, Famer. These guys are not Hall of Famers, guys. Like, their fight is in the Hall of Fame. That doesn't yeah. mean they're in the Hall of Fame. Exactly. Okay, so it's a huge difference, massive difference. Like, I think it's I think it's just something they have to define better. Like, his fight is in the Hall of Fame. So, yeah, that fight was again. I was at that fight in Toronto. One of the greatest fights of all time, maybe the best fight of all time. Incredible fight. But would I ever ever consider Gustin a Hall of Famer? Absolutely not. He's no, in the Hall you? of like very good. I would say, but that's it. <laughs> I mean, we would uh, think that Stefan Bonner. Yeah, you know, he's also the, then he's also Hall of Famer. It's just weird, man. They should say the fight, but not the fighter. And there's no disrespect to the guys, you know. But I, I mean, that that I means think, if I think you... Bonner's actually in the Hall of Fame, though, isn't he? Like, let me let me check. I think he actually might be in it. Okay. Let me let me check. I just want to make sure if I'm wrong, right or wrong here. Um, maybe I'm wrong. Bonner. I can be wrong as well. No, I, I know he's not. Yeah, let me check. Griffin's in. Sorry, Forrest Griffin's in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, Forrest is, yeah. Yeah, but Stephen Bonner's not. You're right. It's his fight. I'm just but, looking at the but, fights. Like, yeah, you're right. Like, do you choice a Hall of Famer, guys? Like, come on. It's 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 gotta be it's just yeah. it's just weird, right? You know, no disrespect to the guys, but I mean yeah. if that, that would mean, for example, if I have one cracking fight in the UFC and they get and they say that's a Hall of Fame, a Hall of Fame fight. I can be in the Hall of Fame with one cracking fight. You know what I mean? No, it's not it's right. Weird. When they're saying that, they're making a mistake. Don't listen to them, Marcel. It's, it's ridiculous. Hmm. He's a he's a really good fighter, guys, obviously. He's had a 100%. great career, but absolutely not a Hall of Famer and close to it. Um, I'm just looking at the roster right now. So you said maybe in Sweden they could do him. Okay, so there's not a lot of options. I'm just looking at the at the rankings right now. Uh, Alexis Kamur is one and two in the UFC. Philip Linz is one and two. Marcin Prachnio is two and four. Um, Tafan Chukwi two and three, Maxim Grishin two and two. Those are like the the least experienced guys in the UFC with the with the most losses. Yeah, give him. I would say give him Alexa. They could do that fight. Maybe they'll give him like someone that could beat him potentially and take his like star. But we want to see if he get a win, right? His final mm-hmm. fight. We'll see. I mean, Mark Munoz when he fought Luke Barnett, that was a fight he was supposed to lose, and he ended yeah. up winning it. So maybe they'll give him a fight that he's supposed to lose that he could still win if that makes sense, Marcel. So. Maybe Kamur. I don't know, Marcel. I'm not sure. Uh, like, or, or move up to heavyweight and fight Judges Daniel or something. You know what? Maybe you can move up to heavyweight again. Let me see, like, what's at heavyweight. Because maybe, like, why would he even cut the weight at this point? You yeah. know, he's not going to make a run. Um, you could give him like Harry Hunsucker. You know, what I mean, yeah. Marcel? Perfect, oh, Marcel, perfect. I got the fight. I have the fight. I got it. Oh. I have the fight, guys. I have the fight. Jared Vendera. Yeah, <laughs> that's the fight. One in five in the UFC. Let's do it. One in four. Well, 
Imagine Jared Van Dara knocking him out, dude. <laughs> possible. It'd be, it would be like a – actually, he's one in five. Yeah, he's, he's one in yeah. five. He lost his last fight against Chase Sherman. I mean, that's the kind of fight – actually, like Chase Sherman would make sense too, to be honest with you. Yeah. There's more fights that make sense to Gus at heavyweight than light heavyweight right now, Marcel, if he fights again. But I think he should just retire, honestly. I, I would go with Han Sucker, Adam. I would go with Han Sucker. <laughs> Han Sucker's fighting Tyson Pedro. If he loses that fight, maybe, right? Yeah. Loser of that fight. Stop grateful, dude. You look like a retired fighter. You look terrible, dude. DC said the same thing. Yeah. You know, it's crazy. Like, he gave DC and Jones, like, one of their closest fights each. The DC Gus fight was amazing, too. No one really talks about that fight. That was a great fight, Marcel. The, the weird fight, the weird thing in that one was I think that Gus was better on the ground, I remember, and that DC was stronger standing or yeah. had more success standing. And Gus were a really weird fight, man. But the group it was won. a great fight. It was an awesome fight. We'll go back and watch some of you guys missed that one. Poor Gus, I don't think you heard the bell. Fight should be a clear no contest. That's funny. <laughs> David, what's up, man? He says Patty should get who he wants. He says he wants Jared Gordon. Gordon's fighting Leonardo Santos next month at 278. If he wins that fight, they could do that. And he might win that fight. Talk about that in a second. Gus is his credit. He's given her health for it and came in 100%. I love Gus. Dude, I love the guy. When I had my one Muay Thai fight, guys, bad boy at the time, I got in touch with him. I was like, hey, guys, like, can I get – can I order gusts and shorts? Because when I used to train MMA, I used to only wear like bad boy stuff. They have the best equipment. It's a damn shame they don't do it anymore, Marcel. Because remember, like Shogun, Anderson, so all these guys had the sick, sick uh, yeah, guys. Adam is a real bad boy. He always, I, I am. Bad boy. I, am. I, I fucking <laughs> love them. No, no, but seriously, like, yeah. so I messaged the guy and he's like, Well, I we sell the shorts, but like, we have his backup pair for when he fought Vladimir Matashenko at UC 141. Do you want these shorts? So they sent it to me. I'm an extra large. They sent me a large pair. So I'm in these little tight shorts during my fight. You can see my ass really good. So <laughs> all the girls in the audience were like having a good time that night. No, I'm just joking. Um, yeah, man. So I, I just I love Gus because like I literally wore his shorts. Like he didn't wear them, but like it was his backup pair for that matter shanker fight. So I still have them. Maybe they'll be worth something one day. I don't know. I mean, I wore them, so I don't know how much they're <laughs> worth. They got my sweat and blood on them probably too. So. But yeah, I mean, I love Gustafson. I just think it's a, actually I think it's kind of disrespectful to call him a Hall of Famer for the actual Hall of Famers like. In the actual hall, fit. you know what I mean, Marcel? Like, yeah, it's just yeah, not I'm right. Sure. Again, hall very good. If you had like a European MMA hall of fame, he'd be in it. But mm-hmm. as far as like the UFC hall of fame, no. So, Gustin Arlovsky, that is a good fight too. That's what I'm saying. There's better fights, or even Olenek. Like these are better fights. Olenek, I think that'd be interesting. He probably subs him, but Gustin is guys against like, Abdurakimov. Yeah, I mean, he could maybe he could win that fight. I don't know, Marcel. I think he's gonna retire, man. Like, why are we even doing? Why are we even talking about this? Like, yeah. getting him these huge punchers, like. But he could win these fights still. That's the thing. Like, George Daniel, the guy that you don't like, he could win that fight. Chris Barnett, the five foot nine heavyweight. Maybe that's a fight he could win. And then Barnett lands a crazy wheel kick. I don't know. I'm just saying, like, looking at the rankings, it's just, or not at the rankings, just the roster. There's more fights that make sense for if he you know fights what? in that Sweden card at heavyweight than light heavyweight. Go ahead. You know what? Get, get John Filante back for one fight. <laughs> he looks right, so he's retired, he's right? He's retired. He's done. He's not fighting again. There's no chance. He's got a Sam Alvey. If you move up to heavyweight, <laughs> or to light heavyweight, heavyweight. Back to light heavyweight, yeah, they could do that fight. Loser, well, both guys should retire probably, to be honest. Um, all right, let's get to the next fight here, Marcel. Mm-hmm. Molly McCann, again, knockout uh, overhanded goalie with the spinning back elbow. Let's set it up. I mean, it's punchers that really finished her, but still, mm-hmm. like, spinning back elbow again. She wins a bonus. Incredible, uh, once again. But again, hand-picked opponent, Marcel. I'm not taking a lot away from this. I think Goldie's honestly worse fighter than uh, Luana Carolina. I thought I was more impressed by that than this one. I'll be honest with you. Like, Hannah Goldie's not very good at all. She's 1-3 in, in the UFC. I got to be honest with you, Marcel. Listen, I enjoy watching Molly Can't Fight, guys. I've been betting on her the last couple of fights. This fight, I didn't bet on it, but I mentioned on other podcast. I was like, plus 400 on the knockout prop. Like, 
someone take a shot at that. Hopefully someone listened to you on that one because like that was definitely value on that. I thought it was going to be a decision, but I'm just saying value wise, that was definitely value. I'm just thinking. I think she's a little overrated at this point, Marcel. I got to be completely honest with you, man. Like people are talking about like the second coming of like Amanda Nunes now at this point, like the way they're talking about her. Listen, she's on a three fight win streak. She's definitely looked good, but like if you look closely at these fights, the Ji Young Kin fight was extremely close, and she arguably could have lost that fight. Uh, the Carolina fight, I mean, it's a good win, but again, against like an okay opponent. And then Hanny Goldie's like she's not a flyweight, so. And then you look at like she lost to Laura Procopio, who's not in the UFC anymore, Marcel. That was last year she lost to her. As long as you keep her away from grapplers, she's going to have a good chance to win because her striking is some of the better striking in the division, Marcel. But I do not believe she's a well-rounded enough fighter to, to challenge for the belt. She called out uh, Antonina Shevchenko. I think that's a fight she can win. You notice, though, that Miranda Mavericks, like, I want to fight you bad, and she's just not really seeming to be too interested in that fight. I think against Antonina, she, she beats Antonina, but I think Miranda Maverick beats her, Marcel, and I think they're going to keep her away from that matchup. Any thoughts? Yeah, I saw that Miranda Maffer calling her out, but she replied to her as well. But I think she rather takes Antonina fight, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, listen, man, I, I actually respect Molly a lot. I think she's, uh, she's, a, she's a, how do you say that? She's really energetic and she's real, you know? Everything yeah. you see with, with Molly, she's real. But, I mean, I got to be honest, man, and it's the same with Patty. It's, I understand it's a lot of fun for the, for the English uh, crowd uh, in London, but not top 15, uh, not, not top 15 in this weight class, dude. And also, oh. Patty, not a lightweight, you know, and lightweight is even even more tough, you know, the, the women's flyweight. Um, if you look at the bottom of the top 15 in the women's flyweight, you got there Tracy Cortez, Aaron Blanchfield, Amanda Ribas, Casey O'Neill. I mean, bro, they all beat her. I think maybe Cynthia she beat. They all beat her. I think they all beat her. Maybe she beat I, Cynthia. Maybe. No, not even because her wrestling is yeah. is too good. I think so. Yeah. Uh, honestly, that the, the the bottom of the top fifteen, there are like three or four of the five girls are like still young and up and coming, and she's not gonna beat them, dude. I mean, no disrespect to Molly. I like her watching watching her, but she's not gonna beat them. And I think the UFC knows it. You know, yeah. the UFC knows that they want to keep this keep keep this thing going. Uh, she's fun to watch, definitely for the people in London or the people in England. You know, they got a girl oh. they can get behind. What we saw before in the UFC, man, with against Lara Procopio, got taken down, got pretty much outworked there. Uh, she got stopped at the thing in her uh, UFC debut, debut against Jillian Robertson uh, via, via sub, I think. And she lost another one right before the Procopio fight. I forgot that one. But um, yeah, I mean, you see, know what it was Santos. Right? I mean, there's no shame in that yeah. loss at all. No, no, definitely not. But the Procopio one taken down seven <clears throat> times that was last year, Marcel. I like how much better is her wrestling gotten in a year? She was yeah. 12 minutes of control against the girl who's not on the roster. They cut that girl from the roster, Marcel. Yeah, I you thought that was a bullshit cut, by the way. It was a bullshit cut, honestly. But I'm just saying, like, she's not on the roster anymore. Yeah, I don't know, guys. I like, I think McCann's <clears throat> a good striker, but like, I don't think she's completely well rounded either. Mm -hmm. I think she'd be great in like bare knuckle fighting, to be honest. I think she'd be perfect for that, you know. Um, she's obviously a decent MMA fighter who take their defense look better in this fight. But again, well, Hannah Goldie's not really a true uh, flyweight, Marcel. She's more of a, a straw weight, quite frankly. So I don't know. Uh, let's get some more comments here. Hey, Marcus. The Shevchenko, she would be the, the favorite for sure. I know Shevchenko was obviously got the striking background, but McCann's favorite in that fight. He's asking about Tapuri. He was supposed to fight uh, Barboza, but I mean, the fight mm. just never happened. No, he posted the uh, fight news coming soon. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you guys think Molly Miranda? I mean, that's the fight I'd like to see because I want her to see her grappling tested. Like, 
this isn't Bellator, man. This is the UFC. They're looking for the next champion. They're not looking to like necessarily just to put together highlight reels for fighters, you know, uh, which is what Bellator obviously likes to do. Um, we've seen McCann match up with grapplers and she struggled with them. So I feel like if they do it again, she'll probably struggle again. If she fights a striker, she has a good chance to win. I think they'll do Antonina Marcel. I think that's the fight they'll make. Mm-hmm. You know, so that, that's my thoughts on that. I have no um, problem with them making Antonina. I have no problem. It's an okay fight. I mean, she's not ranked. Actually, is she ranked? Maybe she's still ranked. No, she's not. She's out of it? Okay. So, yeah. but she's probably like 16, 17. So actually, it's not mm-hmm. a bad fight. It, it makes sense. Haters. I mean, listen, McCann's been making me money. I'm just being realistic about it. You know, like I think she's a decent fighter, but I just think she's getting overrated. That's that's my honest opinion on it, Marcel. You know? Yeah. Um, let's go to the next fight here. Volkan Uzdemir against Paul Craig. Paul Craig. This fight was pretty bad, to be honest with you, Marcel. I mean, Craig was just diving for these leg locks. who had no success at all with the grappling. Dude. He's another guy. I can't pick his fights right at all, Marcel. I don't know if I picked a fight correctly for him in his whole career. Like, Jesus. Like, this guy, every time I think he'll win, he loses. Every time I think he'll lose, he wins. I suck at picking Paul Craig fights. So, I'm glad I didn't bet on I just picked him, and I just stayed the hell away from this fight. I thought the fight ends on the distance. I know a lot of people lost money in the fight going the distance, Marcel. I, I'm surprised it went to three rounds. But I think Volkan fought a smart fight. Snap the win streak of Paul Craig. I don't know. just wasn't a good fight. Any thoughts? I said after two rounds, man, on my Twitter, 2018 for Volkan. Paul Craig is playing a really, uh, how do you say that? A really uh, dangerous? Kind of, dangerous, yeah, dangerous game with yeah. trying to lure him into his ground game and getting the submission anyhow. But if you don't get the submission, you're losing. And people are like, what are you watching? Is 2018 for Craig or 1990? It's like, how? You know, he's pretty much like he even acted like he got knocked down twice to get to the ground. You know, he acted like that. He went yeah. down, you know, and but Volkan was like, no, you're not down. <laughs> Go backwards, you know. So yeah. that's what the thing was like. Uh, normally, Paul Craig fights normal, you know, and then at a, in a certain sequence in the fight, he gets knocked down, and then somebody follows him, and he he knows to how to lock it up. Right mm-hmm. now, he was specifically searching for that moment. You know what I mean? And that moment didn't came because Uzdemir wasn't stupid. He wasn't fighting stupid. He was fighting smart, mm-hmm. and. Paul was not setting anything up. He was like going to the ground. Let's hope he follows me, and I, I lure him into a triangle choke or whatever, but or a guillotine or whatever. But it was like I, I didn't understand it. You know, if it doesn't work after one round, why you keep doing it? Um, I mean, I, I was it wasn't a good performance by Paul Craig. He he knows it wasn't. You know, um, I think he expected more from it as well. Um, Volkan. Good win finally for him again. You know, I'm happy for the dude because he struggles as well in the division. Um, yeah, good win. He, he, he put on a smart performance, man, and he pretty much uh, neutralized Craig's crown game, in my opinion. So, yeah, good win. Krylov called him out. Uh, you want to fight, he wants to fight with Abu Dhabi. Yeah, why not? Perfect fight, right? It just doesn't it make a lot of sense. I think the yeah. rankings are right beside each other, right? If mm-hmm. I'm mistaken. Did the new rankings come out today? I don't, no, they? later today, in, in, in like six or seven hours. I'm just going to take a look at what they have right now, because I think they're 9 and 10, right, in the rankings or so, mm. I believe. Let me take a look and double-check it. Correct. Yeah, correct. What's one? Oh, Ozdemir's 9 and, and Krylov's 11, so that finally yeah. makes sense. By the way, i got to be honest with you. I think that Craig's management did him a bad job here with getting this fight because he fought someone lower ranked than him. After that win over Hill and the win over, uh, what was the other win? Krylov. Krylov. Uh, Krylov. I think he should have got someone ranked higher. Now Jamal Hill's fighting number five, Diego Santos. Mm-hmm. Kind of weird to me. You know, I just think his management didn't do him the best job here by fighting a very dangerous opponent who's ranked lower than him. 
Like, there was some upside here with Paul Craig because obviously being Volcan is good, but still not great. By the way, someone's uh, Joe was asking about Cub Swanson Martinez. Yeah, Cubs dropping to 135, guys. He's taking on uh, Jonathan Martinez. I'm surprised he's dropping to 135 at age 38. And he looked great against Darren Elkins. Amazing. Knocked out Darren Elkins. Darren Elkins is tough as hell. Mm-hmm. That's crazy with the spinning wheel kick, I think it was. It was crazy. All right. That's the main card. Let's go through the prelims. We'll go through them quick because honestly, Marcel. Yeah, please. Let's do it quick. Bro, these prelims, <laughs> let's be honest, guys. These prelims sucked. I mean, this was not a good set of right. fights. Dude, it, was, it felt like it was so long. It felt like a year gone by during these fights. Bro, like, I was wow. How long were the prelims? Three hours? I think they after, eight fights in yeah. just over three hours. They went over yeah. over the time, right? Yeah. yeah. I, I think after two hours and fifty minutes, I got a I got a, uh, a message from Gilbert Eiffel. He's like, dude, what the fuck am I watching? I was like, yeah, I feel the same way, dude. <laughs> it was bad. And here's the thing: I actually tweeted something else saying, "The UFC in London, the beginning was shitload of bonuses lately." These guys should take some risk, especially these guys yeah. that were winning the fights 30-26 in some cases, Marcel. And I'm not saying just stand and bang for the crowd, but why not pass the guard? Like, Mark Diakiesi didn't even attempt to pass the guard once. Like, just garbage to walk. Like, I get it. He got his, he got his win bonus. He won the fight. But, like, McKayev too, Marcel, honestly. McKayev's fight was very disappointing, in my opinion. Like, just holding the guys back for the three rounds. Again, he got the win, but, like, you're winning clearly. Like, take a risk. Go for a submission. Like, go for something. Like, I don't know, Marcel. I'm just disappointed by these by, by most of these fights. So let's just go through them quickly. Yeah. I was dead, definitely wrong with this one. Ludovic Klein looked phenomenal, Marcel, against Mason Jones. Plus 375 the, underdog. He looked great. One of the better performances on the prelims. Yeah, yeah I mean, he didn't get a bonus, obviously, because, um, mm-hmm. you know, they only gave him to the finishes. But, yeah. you know, he looked like complete performance. The, that kick he threw in the first round, that karate kick was sick. And then, obviously, knocked down Mason Jones, I think, in the second round. And his wrestling looked good, too. Like, he just looked really good, Marcel. And... Guys, I had like a long parlay. <laughs> I don't really do these, but in this card, I'm like, I have to because they're all these big favorites. And of course, he's the one guy to lose. So that sucked, but I know a lot of other people in the same boat, Marcel. A lot of people will put him in their accumulators. Uh, Mason Jones are talking about. You know, I should have taken the more the short notice more into uh, effect, I guess, because, you know, obviously Ludovic was to fight next week against Bahamandes, which would have been an amazing fight, by the way, especially looking back now. But uh, yeah, I thought Jones was the real deal, man. But now I'm starting to like wonder like how good he really is because – he lost to Mike Davis in a fight that was close. I mean, maybe he could have won that. But even David Onama, like, on the feet, struggled badly. He was just able to get takedowns. And then this fight, um, obviously the Alan Patrick fight, he should have won. But Patrick kind of chickened out in that one. I, don't, I just don't know how good he really is. Like, I, th- I think I thought he was better than he is, Marcel. I don't know. Like, I'm just disappointed by his performance. But I thought that Klein looked great. Any any thoughts quickly on this one? I fully agree with you, man. I think Klein looked great. I think Mason Jones. I think Mason Jones honestly ex- expected to have an easier fight. That's what yeah. I think, you know, yeah. and uh, he saw probably Klein in his last couple of fights, and Klein didn't look as great in these last couple of fights yeah. as he looked before, you know. And jo- and Jones probably was like, "Awesome, I can show for for the for the English crowd. I know he's from, he's from Wales, but it's still uh, it's still UK, right? So uh, I think he can show off." But yeah, Klein did perfect, you know. I think he did a really good, great performance. Won three rounds, knocked him down the second round. Um, yeah, good performance from Ludovic Klein, man. Mark T. Casey, like I just mentioned, defeats oh, Samir Hadzovic by decision. This fight was terrible to watch. I mean, just a really just a slow, boring fight. And again, a- like I get it, Marcel. Like he he went to what he needed to do to win. Like the takedowns were there, but he didn't attempt to pass the guard once. I don't think Marcel in 15 minutes. He had 13 and a half minutes of control. Come on, man. Any thoughts? Motherfucker, look like Elias Theodoro, man. You know, it's like, and I like Elias. No disrespect, but. 
he, he was just holding him on, wrestling him. And fuck, dude, I, if he fights standing against Hadzovic, he can knock him out. You know, yeah. I think he's better standing than Hadzovic, you know. Mm-hmm. He's definitely better than him on the ground, but he's standing better as well, you know. Yeah. And even the, even his own crowd was booing, you know, yeah. that performance, you know. And it's like, uh, like he found himself again, like, oh, I can wrestle, you know, against Borchev, and I'm going to wrestle again. And I understand that you want to win, you know, but can it be a little bit more entertaining? You know, can you try, like you said, can you try to pass a guard? Pass a guard? Can you try to go into side control, maybe into full mount, try to finish a fight? Because he could have gone on for three more rounds, and it would be three more rounds of the same thing, you know what I mean? And this is not the Diakasi I remember. You know, this is not the Diakasi that fought Rafael Fiziev. This is not the Diakasi that came into the UFC and tried to knock everybody out. You know what I mean? And, uh, I mean, I understand he wants to win, but still mix it up a little bit, man. You know, yeah, that's all I think. Yeah, I just this fight didn't do it for him, man. Um, let's go to the next fight. Nathaniel winning against Charles Rosa. They didn't give a, a fight of the fight. night. This is probably like the closest to a fight of the yeah. night, but it was it was too one sided to give it fight of the night, if that makes sense. But Rosa, you know, I love the scream in that third round. He's screaming at him, Marcel. Like he was really into the fight. Like it was it was an okay fight, actually. It wasn't bad, Marcel. It was a decent fight, but you know, Wood won like we expected. He's striking looked great, and Rosa's tough as hell. Rose is very hard to finish, man. I think Shane Burgos is the only guy who finished him, right, in the UFC? Yeah, only Shane. And he's fought Stand, a lot of Standing TKO also. Yeah, I mean, he's extremely tough. Great Shane. Also, his submission defense is legendary. So, very, very tough dude. He has lost three straight fights. I think he'll probably get cut, Marshall. Maybe he'll give him one more because he's been, like, such a good soldier. I think he took this fight on short notice, if I'm not mistaken. Because um, no one wanted to fight Nathaniel Woods, let's be honest. Yeah. Woods very good, though, obviously. And I'm, I'm excited to see him at featherweight going forward. Any quick thoughts on this one? Nice. Wood's very good. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think Wood looked really good in this fight, man. I think uh, it was a good fight for him. If you look at Rosa, yeah, the problem with Rosa is that he is too often, uh, he loses these fights too often, you know, and sometimes you really get that Bryce Mitchell fight, man. If I remember that, that was awful, you know, but yeah. he's super tough, you know, you cannot finish him easy. And uh, he got that typical. I think his nickname is Boston Strong. He got that. I would say that Bostonian mentality, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, give him another one. You know, there have been worse fighters that gave a four yeah. chance after three losses. So yeah, give him another one. Yeah, give him another fight. There's probably somebody who could be at the bottom of the roster. He gave his knee sleeves and Ferris Mayer's an injury, maybe. Okay, I'm not really blamed for wrestling. I think that's fine. Mm-hmm. Like, why not try to pass the guard and go for a submission? That's what bothers me more. So like, just sitting at a guy's guard. You win the fight, but you don't win any fans. You know, Marcel, mm-hmm. in this sport, having fans matters too. Uh, let's go to the next fight here. Jonathan Pierce defeats Macron Emmerichani. He wins a bonus. Great performance. I got to be honest, Marcel, this fight went exactly how I thought. I thought that Emmerichani would gas out again like he always does in his fights if he doesn't get that first round submission. And then Jonathan Pierce would get his back and pound him out, just like he did to Kai Kamaka. Very similar fight, Marcel, where he took his back and just pounded him out. I think the referee should have stopped the fight a little sooner. Um, I don't know if you thought the same thing, Marcel, but it looked like he took some extra damage here. Um, Jonathan Pierce is a good fighter, guys. He's solid. And, you know, I think that minus 150 was a good bet on him if you bet it because uh, it was compared to like a lot of the guys who are minus 500, he was, he was definitely a cheap favorite. And he pretty much dominated the fight for the most part. Um, obviously, Amercon had some success in the first again. But yeah, Marcel, I think I think he's good. And Amercon, um, he's lost four of his last five. They'll probably give him one more on that Swedish card if I, if I would guess, Marcel. I know he's from Finland, but I think mm-hmm. they'll give him a fight on that card. But yeah, yeah. I thought Pierce looked good. Any thoughts? 
Yeah, I agree with you, man. I think Pierce looked really good. I think uh, I didn't have high expectations for him after him losing his UFC debut, but yeah. after that, he's been looking good. So, yep. yeah, all credits for him. Good finishes as well. Yep. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, th I think it was one of the better performances of the night, to be honest, man. So, uh, yeah. And he's rewarded fifty thousand dollars for it, man. So it's very well deserved, I think. Yeah, and very well deserved. That's indeed. his first. He's actually had three finishes, and that's his first bonus. So well deserved. He deserved it. Mm -hmm. um, let's go to the next fight. Mohammed McKay defeats Charles Johnson. This fight was a complete snoozer to me, Marcel. I just didn't like this fight. The guy had so much control. Twelve minutes of control, but Marcel, he only landed twelve significant strikes. Like he just basically held on to the back of Johnson. Johnson couldn't break free. I don't know, Marcel. I mean, this guy's obviously very good. I don't blame him again because like, he had to do what he has to do to win. But, like, at that point, when you're winning so dominantly and the scorecards were clear 3027s, like, why not go for a back take? Why not go for a submission? You know what I mean? So, I don't know. You got 12 takedowns. I think he, they said he set the record of flyweight, if I'm not mistaken. But, yeah. uh, I don't know. I, I, I wasn't super impressed. I mean, he's obviously very good, but I don't think it was his best performance. I don't know. What do you think, man? Same, same. I mean... Uh, have had a lot to say before the fight, like he was going to finish him in the second round and he wasn't on his level. Listen, man, grappling wise, no, he wasn't on his level. I think Mokayev was probably was clearly better in the grappling, mm -hmm. but he couldn't really control Charles Johnson, you know. Charles Johnson keep getting up, um, yeah, it was just kind of a snoozer, man. That fight, you know, uh, and Charles Johnson couldn't get anything going, um, yeah, went for Mokayev. And people say you cannot kind of criticize him too much. He's still young. Yeah, he's young, I know. But I I expect oh, listen, man, if you it's it's like with Patty, you know, if you if you talk a lot, game, you know, right? yeah. yeah. And with Adesanya, like and Adesanya is a champ. But if you talk a big game, you, you have to show show it, you know. That's what I think. So it wasn't a great fight. He got the win. Let's see what's next for him, you know. Yeah, I mean it was an easy win. So I mean, listen, I don't yeah. I don't blame fighters taking the path of least resistance. No, again, like, you should wrestle, right? Mm -hmm. But again, why not go for his back and try to choke him out or something like that? If anything, actually, Johnson was the guy who went for the submission with like 30 seconds left. He went for like a uh, you know, like ninja choke thing where so he tried. He didn't get it, but he tried. Uh, what's up, Andrew? We haven't seen you in a while here in the chat, man. Glad to have you back, buddy. Uh, a couple of our fights here, Marcel. Jai Herbert defeats Kyle Nelson by decision. Uh, pretty mm -hmm. competitive fight. Kyle Nelson won the first round, then Jai Herbert won the second and third, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I was. I thought I didn't think the fight would go the distance, Marcel. Either I'm surprised it went the distance. <laughs> I was like, man, now Herbert got finally a guy who, uh, who, who will be probably competitive, but you know, it's a guy he can beat. You know, and then the first round he's losing. I was like, dude, you're not gonna kidding me that you're gonna lose here again. But he turned it around, second and third round. He did very well, I think. Yeah. But uh, you know, this is this is a guy I always compare Paddy with. You know, look at who Paddy gets. As opponents and look at what Jai Herbert got as opponent so far, and he finally gets a guy right now who I think is more on his level, you know. And this is like in Ilya Tapuria, which was a short notice fight, I know. And before that, he got Ronaldo and he got Renato Moicano, remember? But um, yeah, it's a good win for him, a second win in the UFC, and uh, I'm happy for Jai Herbert. You know, he's a good dude and a good winner for Kyle Nelson. Kyle Nelson gave him a good fight, you know. So. Uh, uh, I, I hope for Kyle he gets another. I, I think he got he pretty much signed a new contract right before this one. Yeah, he That's did. Really so they, they might give him one more. I don't. Yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe because he's one in four, but they might give him one more just because he's not a big deal. Uh, we picked this dog right. Victoria Leonardo defeats Mandy Bum. I told you the Bum was terrible, Marcel. I mean, she should not be in the UFC. Let's be honest. Like, what does she the bring vote, to the table, Marcel? What does she the bring? Vote to the table? Be, man. No, the she's gonna be. be. You think she gets released after this fight? 
I would think so, man. But that fight, I, I, I don't know if I told you that, but I said, like, this fight goes in my, in my personal collection, in my personal insomnia collection. Yeah, I would uh, never watch this fight again. Honestly, no, my God, please yeah. don't ever show it to me. Um, I, I was hoping for some kind of a uh, fight pass uh, error or something, you know, that uh, didn't have to watch that. That was horrible for three rounds. Yeah, Leonardo won the fight, and uh, let's never talk about it again. It's like it's like it was a yeah, I, I it was just a bad fight. Um, and then first fight in the card, Nicholas Dalby defeats Claudio Silva. This was this was a competitive fight. First round, mm -hmm. Silva won, then gassed out again. Marshall, like he, he doesn't ever always. Fight. And always gasses out. He looked amazing in the first round. I'm like, yeah. oh shit, like he's gonna submit him, right? Couldn't get the job done. And then obviously Dolby comes back strong. Second round, or I mean one of the judges actually gave him 10-8, which I think is definitely arguable. And then third round he wins too. So Dolby gets the win. Claudio Silva Marcel, I think he gets released. He's on a three-fight win losing streak, excuse me. And I think that's it for him. I will tell you this though, the guy's very fucking tough. Like he's never been finished, and he's almost 40 years old, and he's fighting like guys that can, can finish you, like James Carlos, Court McGee. These guys are tough as hell. He can't mm -hmm. finish him either, so he's definitely a very durable guy. Nicholas Dobby needed this win too, Marcel. I think, I think the loser is going to get released. That's what I think was going to happen. I think Claudio Silva, that's his last fight in the UFC. Any thoughts quickly? I think the same way, dude. I think he uh, his third round in a row, or third fight in a row, he's losing. Yep. Didn't look good in these others, so no, I don't think they give him a new contract. Definitely not with his age. Yeah. All right, so that's it for the the recap. What are your what's your overall rating for this card? Your like overall. I gave it a 5.5 out of 10. Yeah, so. I was going to say 6 out of 10. Card just didn't live up to expectation, guys, you know? Like, there was obviously some good performances, especially on the main card, but the prelims were not very good, and then obviously the main event didn't end like any of us wanted. And that's not anyone's fault, but a lot of the other fights were just not great. There was only a couple of really good fights in this card, like, in good performances. It just wasn't was a great card, Marcel, just overall mm -hmm. disappointing. Okay, I think that's it for the UFC London recap. We'll just move on here. We're, we're going to talk about Bellator 283 really quick, Marcel. Um, we'll just go through some of the fights here. So main event, obviously, uh, Jason Jackson defeats Douglas Lima by decision. Douglas Lima showed up off. Uh, uh, he missed weight, so he showed up uh, just in bad form, and he looked bad in the fight. Douglas Lima's lost four straight fights. He's been one of my favorite fighters for years, but I got to be honest, Marcel, I think that might be it for him as, as far as being a top contender. Um, just hasn't looked good. And, but Jason Jackson's a, t a very good fighter. So uh, here's the thing. Logan Sorley's the interim champ, and Amazon, I think, is coming back. So they'll do that fight, and then I guess Jackson will fight the winner. Uh, I think he trains with Storley, right, at Killcliffe. So I, I don't know if they'll fight each other, but I guess for the belt they would. So it'd be interesting to see what happens. But Jason Jackson's obviously very good. But again, Marcel, this fight was also kind of boring, to be honest with you. I don't know if you watched this one. It was just wrestling, wrestling clinic for five rounds. Another yeah. insomnia collection fight, right, Marcel? Dude, I think the last three or four Bellator main events have been in some neck collection fights. Ryan so, Bader and uh, Chia Congo was... Oh, dude. <laughs> MVP versus Logan Storley. Oh, uh, man. They're, it's not really Bellator's fault. These fights are just not playing out the way I understand. Wants, you know? Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. Go ahead. Any, any thoughts? Um. Yeah. I mean, pretty much expected that Jackson would win. You know, we both, I think we both yeah. picked Jackson before the fight yep. with his wrestling. Um. Yeah, he, he pretty much blanketed him, you know, and uh, yeah, he needed to win, but uh, yeah. not really a fight uh, I will watch again, you know. Well, for sure. Uh, Kobe event, your boy to Tafik Luseyev defeats Sidney Allah. Quick knockout, 27 seconds. He looked phenomenal. Mm -hmm. I'm guessing he gets a title shot. I mean, I feel bad for Sidney Allah because basically he fought an unranked guy who knew the promotion. 
and lost his title shot. But, you know, really, I don't even know why City Ola is ranked number one in the first place. Like, he's a decent fighter, but, I mean, if he's your number one contender, that says a lot about the division, in my mm-hmm. opinion. It's a guy, like, the UFC didn't even sign. You, um, you know how, for who I feel bad? Who? <laughs> the tricky pitbull. Yeah. <laughs> Because he's going to get, get finished by this guy, too? I think Masayev wins again, yeah. The, the guy's very great, obviously. Uh, he's dangerous, and he looks like a great addition in the roster. Why did the UFC not sign this guy? Why did the UFC pass on this dude? Why does the UFC pass on so many people where I think would be good? And why take they... Listen, man, sometimes they, they pass on people, and then they uh, uh, give somebody a contract who is like 5-1 and one or 5-2. Yeah. and two. Yeah, doesn't make sense, but probably they give, can give them 10 plus 10, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that's true. He probably wanted money. I mean, remember when uh, Jacare needed a fight uh, uh, back in the day. Um, Chris Kamosi. Uh, yeah, and they could get Kalidov, for example, you know, but they went with Chris Kamosi, you know, and it was a rematch. Yeah, yeah for sure. All right, let's go to the other fights quickly. Uh, Uspender Mong made up another amazing performance uh, against uh, Chris Gonzalez. He might get the title shot. I don't know what's going to happen. Like, he deserves it too, but I guess Tafik will get it because he has the win over Pitbull. But, man, Usman looks really good. Um, Lawrence Larkin and uh, Mohamed uh, Berkmahov. I've got to be honest, Like, I think this should have been a disqualification. I, I mm-hmm. Like, how could this not be a disqualification? He landed an illegal elbow like this in the back of a guy's head. You say, oh, it's accidental? What was accidental <laughs> about doing that? It was even looking. Accident? It wasn't Guys, looking. It, it was a clear foul, and that should be DQ. Like, if you bet on uh, – uh, Larkin, you got like I picked Larkin. Remember, Marshall? It's not like I wanted him to lose. I I wanted to look smart, but man, he got he he should have got DQ. It's lucky it was a, it was a no contest. I do think that the referee was uh, just didn't make his mind up. He went to someone outside the cage and was like, "What do I do? Like, what do I call this? Like, do I call it a no contest or a DQ? Like, you should know that as the ref. You shouldn't have to mm-hmm. ask someone out, outside the cage. The referee didn't take the contest to his own hands, which bothers me. I will, I will say this. Remember, they asked the guy, like, are you, are you willing to continue? He's like, what, am I going to win or am I going to lose? I think because he asked them that, they got, like, a little upset about that and then called it a no contest instead. Because I remember Diego Sanchez did the same thing against Michelle Pereira. He's like, do I win the fight if I don't continue? They're like, yeah, you win the fight. He's like, okay, I'm not going to continue. <laughs> remember more so when he fought Pereira? <laughs> like, obviously you wouldn't, right? So I just feel like it should have been a DQ. And I, on, remember, this guy was favored to win the fight. Like, he should have won on paper, right? Those were nasty. Like it's not the first time Larkins did this. Like that's how he knocked out Neil Magny, if I'm not mistaken. Remember Marcel? Mm-hmm. When he knocked out, I think it was like that too, right? But I guess they were a little sideways or something. Um, yeah. I mean, I really like Lawrence Larkin, but I think he should have disqualified. I don't know. Any quick thoughts? I agree with you fully, man. I, I also think the same way. I yeah. think he was landing that elbow on purpose, dude. Yeah. So, <laughs> he was uh, looking then, for it. <laughs> I agree. And then the, opening the main card, Marcelo Gom, amazing comeback. If you didn't watch this fight, this was definitely an interesting comeback. Uh, Davion Franklin's first career loss. He won the first two rounds in the scorecards. Third round, Marcel, this guy needed to win and submitted him with 24 seconds left. So very impressive, Marcel, to get the finish, 24 seconds. Gome, a guy that we both said we're not impressed by, but are you impressed by his performance now, Marcel? <laughs> yeah, I was like, Marcel, oh! Yeah, that was, that was really bad. It was crazy, though, eh? All his wins <laughs> are by stoppage, by the way. He's got 10 wins, 10, uh, 10 by stoppage. Mm-hmm. I think he's, you know, he's, he's better than I thought, because if you look at his losses in UFC, they were, they were the good fighters, so mm-hmm. it's not like he's, he's bad. Uh, prelims were a lot of finishes. Dalton Rosta looked amazing. I think this guy's ready to fight for the belt, honestly, Marcel, against uh, Johnny Eppel. He probably fights like one more time against like a John Salter or something, but he's right there. Uh, Vader Ortega looked great, and then there was a bunch of mismatches. They're all like minus a thousand favorites uh, to get <laughs> off the card. So, yeah, overall, Marcel actually it was a decent card, a lot of finishes, um, but yeah. the main event uh, you know, wasn't the greatest. Little, uh, 
last couple comments, guys. We're going to start the next podcast up the preview. Nice to have top tier Tafik pack. Yeah, he probably does beat Pitbull. And Usman's fight's going to be interesting. Dana's again. I don't know. Uh, London, I, I'm not surprised he didn't go there because it's international, but you're right. Something's going on here. Agent, if Agent K fights at 155 next week, should he fight? Yeah, I heard that he's supposed to fight 155. Uh, are you in the Patreon? I, I think you're a James's Patreon, right? Sign collectibles, if I'm mistaken. Yeah. James was talking about this, right? Yeah. I don't know. I, I Would he fight for the belt? Like, potentially? Could he fight the other people? It's possible. Like, they could do Masayev and Usman or Magomedov. Maybe they would do that. I don't know. Like, it's these guys are all really good. I'm not sure what they'll do, but I do find it interesting that he's going to move up because I, I think that making that weight is very hard for him, obviously. So, all right. Anyways, Mark, so I think I've talked out for this podcast. Um, we're going to start off the next one here, guys, in a minute. We're going to talk about UFC 277 and then Contender Series as well. We've got that to preview quickly. Um, we'll do that in the next podcast. Marcel, just plug your stuff quickly for the people who just watch this one, and then we'll go to the next one. Bit Marcel 24 Twitter, Instagram, Eurosport.nl, Mixed Martial Arts. Yeah, you guys can follow me on Twitter at MM Martin and podcast MMOdsBreaker.com. It's on our YouTube, it's on iTunes, Spotify, all those places, guys. Uh, definitely like, share, subscribe, do all those things. Click that, smash that like button, as they like to say. I'm also at bookies.com. Uh, best bets were pretty good last week. And then uh, I'm also at MiamiUs.com. So, yeah, man, uh, we'll start the next podcast here, guys. Just, just bear with us for a moment and uh, stay tuned to the channel. I'm going to tweet out in a second. Peace.